Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Lockwood, and on the surface, I teach you how to declutter your home so you can focus on what matters most to you as a mom, which I'm guessing isn't those laundry mountains, dishes stacked to the sky, and the tornadoes you clean up all day. My hope for this podcast is so much more than teaching you to declutter. I record all of my episodes live and in real time so that you can have the experience of a mom friend who gets you and is there for you. My audio isn't perfect, my kids might interrupt us, but the conversations we have are real, impactful, and proof that there are other moms like you that decluttering has worked for. If you want to join me and thousands of other moms for live episodes, go find us on Instagram and Facebook. 
Just search Motherhood Simplified and we'll welcome you with open arms. See you soon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode where I am helping you get past any feelings of discouragement and feeling unmotivated. So I wanted to do this episode because I have seen a few posts from you guys um, kind of hinting towards this, that you are, you're feeling discouraged, you're feeling unsupported, unmotivated. And it's kind of keeping you stuck in this holding pattern. Hey, Brittany, um, it's kind of keeping you stuck in this holding pattern. And so I want this episode to be one that you can come back to time and time again, because guess what? Like there are going to be a lot of times in your life that for one reason or another, you're feeling discouraged. You're feeling unmotivated. You're feeling unsupported. You're feeling like everything you have to get done is just too much and you don't know where to start. Hey, Emily. So that's what I want this episode to be kind of the little reminder, the one that you can always come back to and listen to again and again. And yes, I'm going to be applying it to your decluttering process, but this, the principles and the things that I'm going to teach you, you can apply to any kind of situation. Okay. Not just you know, feeling overwhelmed by your clutter. Emily says, Hey, I need this today. Perfect. So listen to it today, obviously. (laughs) And then remember for when, you know, you do get out of that rut because you will get out of that rut and then you fall back into it. Just remember that this little recording is safe forever to kind of get you back on track and remind you. So got my notes. Let me know you guys watching live on Facebook. I always love to hear from you guys. So as we go through, let me know what you think, if it's helpful for you. And I just love it to be like a back and forth conversation instead of me just talking to you. Okay. So I wanted to start off with this quote that I came across this morning that said, we overestimate what we can get done in a day but we underestimate what we can get done in a year or two years. And I thought that was amazing. That was, that's the perfect way to describe it, especially because last week here on the, in the group and in the podcast, we spent the week highlighting these moms who started with me about a year ago or within the last year and really got to, talk about how far they had come in a year. And the reason that they had come so far in a year isn't because every single day they were doing a million and one things and just going and going and going. It was because over the course of a year, they had taken a lot of small steps toward where they wanted to be. Okay. So, and I think that's this quote, you know, we overestimate what we can get done in a day and underestimate what we can get done in a year is especially true for moms. Okay. We have so many things that we have to do in any given day that, Hey, Rochelle, (laughs) Rochelle, you make me laugh (laughs) just by showing up. Um, there, we have so many things that we have to get done 
in a regular day that it's really overwhelming to think about everything else we have to do on top of that everyday stuff. Okay, so in regards to your decluttering, we have we have to go to work. We have to feed the kids, bathe the kids, play with the kids, make sure the kids are safe, be mindful of their needs, their emotional needs. We got to break up fights. We got to play referee. We got to be married or co-parent or whatever else that we have to do. Hey, Shamra. Um, we have all of these things that we have to do. And then, you know, we're looking around at our house like, oh my God, I have so many things I have to declutter. I'm never going to get this done. And it's because you're, you're thinking small. You're looking at the small picture. You are looking at everything that has accumulated over years or decades, thinking that you need to get it done right now. And that is very small picture. So I've talked to you guys before. Um, like I, I'm just naturally like a big picture person and I get caught up in like the tiny steps. So whether you're a big picture person or a small per picture person, like, you know, caught up in the details, it is hard to look at everything you have to get done and figure out what you need to do. Okay. So for somebody like myself, who's like, I want to, I want a clutter-free home. I'm looking at that big picture and I'm totally overwhelmed and frozen and unmotivated and feeling discouraged because I know there are 10,000 steps from where I'm at right now to where I want to be, right? Like that to me is overwhelming. If you are a details person, like I know a lot of you guys are in here. Um, if Shamra is still here, if Shamra I feel is very much, she likes the details, she likes the list, she likes the step-by-step, -step. but that can also be very overwhelming because you're too caught up in like, what do I do next and next and next? And what do I get rid of? And how do I do it? And that is very overwhelming. So no matter, you know, what type of place you're coming from, the bottom line is it's overwhelming. There's too much to do in one day. And you are thinking that you need to do all of those steps right now or, or else, you know, you're failing. Like, what's the point? Like, why did I even do this? And that's not how it works. You have to take small intentional steps every day or, you know, I'm not, don't take that literally like every single day you need to declutter something, but you know, small intentional steps where you are continually asking yourself, you know, what, what do I need to do next? Like, what is my next best, best, next best step? And how am I going to do that? What am I going to do? And instead of, you know, hyper-focusing on either how far you have to go or hyper-focusing on every individual little step. Um, so, and we're gonna talk about that here at the end, like what to actually do. But when you are feeling completely overwhelmed and completely bogged down and discouraged and like, oh my God, I'm never gonna get this done, stop focusing, and this is, you have to start telling yourself a different story, okay, stop telling yourself the story that I'm overwhelmed, I'm overburdened, I don't know what to do, I can't do this, it's gonna take me forever, like what's the point, blah, 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 all these negative things. You have to switch your internal dialogue to something more positive and you have to focus on what you can do, okay? And it's gonna change day by day, depending on how the day's going, it's gonna change you know, over time based on what season of motherhood you're in, but you have to, have to, have to start focusing on what you want and what you can do instead of 
hyper-focusing on where you are now and everything that is holding you back. Because the more you focus on where you are now and everything that's holding you back, the longer you're going to stay where you are now and stuck in the cycle of doing everything that's holding you back. You literally have to start telling yourself, I want to do this. I can do this. This is what I can do right now. Okay. Because if you don't, honestly, and I'm speaking from experience because I've been there, your only other option is doing nothing and staying stuck. And that is the worst possible thing to do because it's more than just staying stuck. It's more than just staying where you're at right now. You're going to start going backwards. You're going to start just feeling more and more and more overwhelmed. You're going to start having more and more and more stuff in your home. And it's going to start feeling harder and harder for you to get out from under it. Okay. So doing nothing, staying stuck in that negative holding pattern is like the worst possible thing to do. And it really does start with the story and the things that you tell yourself, things like literally, this is where I'm at right now. This is how my day is going. What can I do right now? Um, so just to talk a little bit more about like the mindset of feeling overwhelmed, stuck, discouraged, unmotivated, and more about like telling yourself a different story, like feelings like that are not your best self speaking. Okay. And I know that sounds so cheesy, but you know, it's, it's the irrational part of your brain. Okay. It's the emotional part that I'm not saying you need to deny it. I'm not saying that you need to ignore it. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with feeling like this, but for me, it's helpful to hear like, Oh, like this isn't, this isn't me thinking and operating at my best and, you know, highest capacity. You know, this is me <laughs> trying to preserve myself. This is me just trying to survive. And I know for sure that I am meant for so much more than just surviving. Right. So having these feelings of, of overwhelm and being unmotivated and feeling discouraged. They're, they're not my best self. Okay. They're part of me. They happen, but they're not my best self. Um, and for, to me, like it helps me to like trick my brain. Okay. Where I literally will say things like I can do this. Like I'm going to get here. And, um, I've moved, like I've, I've, I'm done with my clutter. Like I've decluttered my house. I, you know, it's, easy for me now, which is why I teach you guys, but I still have things like this vision board that I have up on my wall right here that you can't see right now of a ton of things that I want and I'm working toward, but I am very far from actually having those things. But every single day I trick my brain into thinking that it's already happening. So, um, here, like some examples, like my husband and I are working from home completely independently and together. Like, are we doing that right now in real life? No. Do I want that? Yes. So I'm going to keep saying that every day and tricking my brain into thinking that's my reality. That's what I can do. Cause I know that we can, but I have to get there. Does that make sense? Um, so that's just one example. And I have a whole paragraph, like our vision statement for our, our home and our life and our family. A lot of it is true right now. A lot of it is things that I want in the future, but I do just trick my brain into 
you know, saying those things as if it were real right now. Um, and it helps me, it helps me get out of that stuck negative holding pattern of like, man, like I woke up again today and my husband and I still aren't working together from home completely independently. I'm so bummed out about that. Like, can you guys tell the difference between that? Like, imagine if I woke up every day and said that instead of saying, I'm so glad that my husband and I are living this way, right? It's the same thing with your clutter. You can wake up and tell yourself, never going to get this done. Totally overwhelmed. I don't know what to do next. Or you can say, I'm going to do this. I know exactly what I need to do. I'm going to figure out what my next best step is. Do you see the difference in that? I hope that this is helpful. Um, so hang on. Let's see. Stephanie has a comment real quick. I needed to hear this today. I had an anxiety attack this morning because of the way my house looked. I'm so overwhelmed. And I also realized I have a huge issue with comparing my home to others. Yes. Comparison will kill you. <laughs> okay. Maybe not literally, <clears throat> but it will like crush your soul so slowly. And, um, I fall into that same trap a lot of times. You know, I have a lot of friends who have blogs and businesses that are light years ahead of mine. And I would be lying if I didn't say sometimes I get caught up in like, man, they're so much further ahead of me. Like they have so much more figured out than me, but I don't like, I use that as my inspiration and Stephanie, maybe this is something that will help you too to kind of shift your mindset about it. But I used to look at that and be like, oh my God, they're so lucky. You know, they're so much further ahead of me. I'm never going to be where they're at. And that sucks. So I started telling myself, and I still tell myself, when I look at those people, if they can do it, I can do it. Like, <laughs> I know now that people don't get where they're at by accident. They do it very intentionally on purpose when it comes to business. But the moms in this group go back and listen to the clutter chronicles episode. It's 100% true for the moms in this group too. the moms that I interviewed on that series. Savannah's a part of it too. She, we're going to do hers on Thursday. It didn't happen by accident. It didn't happen because somebody came into their house and just boom, took all their clutter away from them. They took these intentional steps over and over and over again to get to where they are. So now, instead of being like, oh my God, they're so lucky. I could never do that. I'm like, no, you know what? They did it. They figured it out. Now I'm going to do it. Like if they can do it, so can I, right? Like that's how I switched it so that I don't compare myself. It's like, it's motivating as freak to me. Okay. We're keeping this clean episode motivating as freak to me to see those people because I'm like, I can, I can do this too taking baby steps on purpose. And then this is the next little tip that I do to kind of keep myself on track and moving forward in whatever small way, small or big way that is. I ask myself literally, what's the next best thing to do? Okay. So I can give you small and big examples of this, but like in my home, like example this morning, I forgot to set my alarm. I woke up 30 minutes late. Luckily, my big kids were already awake and kind of getting ready, but they hadn't eaten breakfast. <laughs> so I woke up totally overwhelmed. was like, oh my God, we're never going to survive. We're going to be late to school. But um, I literally was like, okay, what do I do first? What's the next thing I need? What do I need to do next? 
get the kids breakfast because that's going to take the longest, right? And they need to eat and they're going to freak out if I make them breakfast last. Like, what's the next best thing? Make them breakfast. Okay. While I'm making them breakfast, what's the next best thing? Make their lunch. While I'm, you know, making their lunches, I'm like thinking to myself, what's the next best thing? And then I do it. And then what's the next best thing? And then I do it. What's the next best thing? And then I do it. And so I do it kind of that way in a small scale. Um, when it comes to your clutter, you can do this as well. Like when you're at home trying to figure out what do I do next, just stop for a second, get out of that emotional kind of irrational part of your brain of like, I'm overwhelmed. I can't do this. Everything sucks. And I am the worst and get out of that. Just look at your house and say, what would be the best thing to do right now? Would it be go clear all of the trash off of the surfaces, off of the nightstands, off of the end tables, off of the table? Would it be gathering up all the laundry in the house, going through it, purging half of it? Like what would be the next best step? Just ask yourself that. Figure out what it is. There's no right or wrong answer. Doing something is better than nothing. Do it and then ask yourself that question again. Um, And I do it big scale too. Like because I've practiced this, I've done it for a long time. I do it big scale too, like on my, with this entire blog. Okay. And I'm like, what's the next best step? And I, and I think that I'm pretty open with you guys. If you've followed the group for any amount of time, I'm pretty open with you guys, like about what I'm doing next and what I'm doing next for you guys, next and next, next. Like I started off doing just a free challenge and then I was like, you guys want more. So I'm going to give you a course. You guys want more. I'm going to give you group coaching. You guys want more. I'm going to give you videos. You want more. I'm going to give you a podcast. You want more. I'm going to do the clutter Chronicles series. Like (laughs) I'm always asking myself, like what would be the next best step? Um, and then I do it. And then I ask myself again, that's it. That's it. That's the secret. (laughs) And then you don't get stuck in that, that negative cycle of, Oh my God, I'm so overwhelmed and terrible and it's never going to work out. Um, okay. So let me go catch up on the comments real quick and then we will continue on because I've got two more big points that I want to talk to you guys. Bethany says, yes, I've learned to turn my comparisons around the same way. If he or she can do it, I can too. Yeah. And I think that that has been like the most helpful thing with comparison for me because I, I used to spend a lot of time feeling bad about myself and being like, man, I'll never be that far along. And now I'm like, no, I will. (laughs) I will because they did it. And this sounds horrible, I'm sure, but they're no more special than me. Like the moms in here and myself who have decluttered are no more special or talented or gifted or lucky than anybody else wanting to declutter. Like we just took these baby steps and did it. Um, Savannah says, that's how I ran a marathon. I saw someone I knew did it and was like, if she can do it, so can I. I bought a training book and did it. Why did I never know that you ran a marathon? I never knew that about you. <laughs> um, Stephanie says, I'm going to vlog my entire, entire journey. I'm giving myself one year to get as much done as possible. Hopefully that's everything. But I feel like if I set a time frame goal, I will be better at forcing myself to get this done. Yes. That's exactly what I'm going to talk about next too, is finding your support and your accountability. Um, thank you, Shaylee. I love you guys too. Um, So the next thing that I wanted to talk to you guys about when you're feeling discouraged and unmotivated and down on yourself and just like, you can't do it, find support. Okay. 
And if you're listening to this podcast, if you're watching this replay video, wherever you're watching it, you have a support group here. It's called Motherhood Simplified. <laughs> okay, it's called Motherhood Simplified. You can find us on Facebook, the Facebook group, Motherhood Simplified, the group. You can find me on my like page, Motherhood Simplified. You can find me on Instagram, Motherhood Simplified. You can find me in my email, Krista at Motherhood Simplified. <laughs> it's so easy to find support for this type of thing that you're looking for. And one of the things that I love about this group is that it's so positive and so supportive all of the time. And I intentionally set it up from like day one to be that way. And I'm just really, really proud of how it's been maintained. The integrity of that, like you guys, you guys know, I don't even need to talk about it. Like to have a group of more than 4,000 people and it be so positive is amazing. Um, so find your support group. If you need or are looking for more support, I, that's a big part of why I recorded the Clutter Chronicles series with the moms who have been in here for a while and who have decluttered. Listen to their stories because a lot of what you hear in their stories, I'm sure you're going to relate to. And then you can go stalk them in the group <laughs> and follow them and see what's going on with them. Like, There's so much support in here. And kind of like what um, Stephanie said, she wants to vlog her journey. Like that's a, that's finding your support group too. Like sharing your story with people, sharing your progress, sharing what you're doing. Like people aren't just going to know that you are decluttering your house and you want support in it and you want people to be excited. They're not just going to like check in with you one day and be like, Hey, you know, I just wanted to see if you, if you were decluttering your house and how that was going for you, right? Like <laughs> you have to share your story about it. You have to share your progress. You have to post your pictures. And if you don't want to do that to the general public, like I said, come into the group, the, the Facebook group that's private and share it in there with a bunch of other people who are doing it with you. Like find your support people and lean on them and, you know, don't expect them to do it for you or, you know, like jump in and save you. But, you know, having that support of people who get it and who are doing it with you too is really powerful. Um, and then the last thing that I want to talk about is find what motivates you. So this to me, I'm learning is really important because I'm going to make a post for you guys about this. I'm using this new planner, the law of attraction planner, and it has me like write out my goals, my desires, where I want to be. And then has me set a date, like of when I project to meet that goal and what reward I'm going to get. Okay. <laughs> like, how am I going to reward myself? And if Savannah's still on here, I know that Savannah really likes rewards. Like she has brought it up a lot of times. Like she likes winning prizes. Like she likes to, she likes, she likes to be rewarded for her efforts. And I've learned that I don't like, like I just like to me, the reward is getting it done. And I know that's so lame. I'm just a lame human. Like to me, that's enough. Like an example, if you guys are listening to this, I like to share a lot of how I build this with you guys, like how I've built all of this, the group and the podcast and the challenges and the courses. Like I like to document it with you guys. I think it's fun. Um, I set a goal for myself last month to get 20,000 podcast downloads. Okay. 
Um, and then at the thing, it was like, what reward will you give yourself when you achieve this? And I couldn't think of anything. Like I couldn't think of anything I wanted. Like, I know that sounds terrible. <laughs> I'm like, to me, meeting that goal is enough for me because that means that I'm reaching more moms. I'm getting into more people's ears and minds and helping them. Like that to me is enough reward. <laughs> I don't need to go buy myself. Well, maybe I might reward myself with like some of the guacamole from a Mexican restaurant down the street because it's really good. Um, <laughs> but anyway, you have to find what motivates you. Do you like prizes? Do you like rewards? Do you like meeting metrics? Do you like to be able to say like, once I get rid of like 20 bags of clutter, I am, you know, I'm going to give myself a pretty new coffee mug or, or whatever, like what motivates you? Um, and then follow that, like set up your own kinds of reward systems or accountability just to kind of keep you going along and knowing that like, this is worth it to you. Savannah says, I just like to have accountability and friendly competition too. Me too. I competition for real, man. Like my husband, okay. Side note, my husband doesn't think I'm very competitive, but it's because he's the most competitive person in the world. Like I think compared to most people, I'm pretty competitive. He just takes it to the next level. So <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I told you guys that. Uh, Savannah, or not Savannah, Shaylee says, I love the sense of accomplishment as well. Savannah says the end result is so rewarding too, but I need fun and beauty along the way to go a bit faster, I found. Yeah, and I, yeah, so that's, I like that you're here, Savannah, so we can kind of um, <laughs> compare and contrast each other because um, Savannah really likes like the group challenges and she likes the prizes and she likes like to basically like cross the finish line and be like, where's my medal? Right. And even my husband is the same way. Like he at his work has like a trophy case wall of like all of the things and stuff that he's done. And that's really cool. But to me, like, I'm like, keep your trophy and spend it on, you know, something else. Like, just give me the cash. How about that? Don't buy me a trophy. Just <laughs> give me the cash. Anyway, Santa says Alex acts the same way. I know, right? Just because you're the most competitive person in this house doesn't mean that I don't like to compete too. Like, you want to compete about who's most competitive? Okay, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> but find, find what motivates you. Find what brings out that inner spark in you that makes you want to compete either with yourself or if you like the group challenges, like watch the group, watch the emails, listen to the podcast for when a new challenge is coming up, like find what pushes you and gets you excited to actually do something. Okay. There's no right or wrong answer. Like people, there's tons of psychology books about it. Like who's motivated by what, what people, you know, what makes people excited to get up and go. There's no right or wrong answer. You just have to know what it is for you. So that's it for today. I think we're good. I hope this is helpful for you. I hope that this is an episode that you can come back to and listen to again and again that just reminds you ultimately, like I'll try to say this the best way that I possibly can, but ultimately feeling overwhelmed, burdened, like you can't get it done, unmotivated, unsupported, discouraged, that, that is your, your brain, the irrational part of your brain keeping you stuck in a negative holding pattern and you 
you just have to figure out some sort of way to step outside of it and get into a different way of thinking. So I think and I hope that I gave you strategies to do this, to actually implement it. I hope that it was helpful. Hey, Crystal. Oh my gosh. Sorry, Crystal. You got here right when I'm about to hang up, but I am going to put the episode up right now to replay up on the podcast and like page, but um, I hope it was helpful for you guys. I hope that you find the support that you need. I hope that you can trick your mind and yourself into believing that you can do this. You are motivated. You've got it in you. You know what to do. And I will see you guys next time. Bye. Hey friend, did you love this episode? If you did, I would love if you took a screenshot of it and shared it with somebody else. Okay. The whole point of this is to create a community of moms who get each other, who support each other and who, when they find something that helps them, they share it with somebody. So I would love if you shared this podcast with somebody with maybe just a little note about how it helped you or how it inspired you so that it can help somebody else. I would also love it if you left me a review. Leaving a review lets me get better stats on the internet and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it helps me help more moms like you. I would so appreciate it. If you hated this episode, I'm sorry, but I'm also kind of impressed that you listened to it all and you're still listening. So still leave me a review, still share it (laughs) because I'm sure somebody can benefit from it. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.